Welcome to the Wonderland. A podcast with coaches Amanda Jones and Alex Linares. Listen in as they drop down the rabbit hole to explore reality, suffering and awakening. Leave your worries and fears behind and get ready for a taste of the Wonderland. Hello, Wonderlings. A quick note before we dive into this week's episode, Alex and I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions to send our way, do so to either email that is at the end of the episode. And also, we would love it if you could review the podcast. And we appreciate your listening. So let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Wonderland. This is episode 18, The Promise. I'm going to start with a beautiful quote by Nancy Nethercutt. It's a long and lonely road across the vast desert dream when you don't know what you want or where you're going. And all signposts merely lead you in circles. Promises of other, better, more, and next. Incising your tracks in deeper and deeper gullies that perpetuate the illusion of something, someone in the center of the circling, of something to get and a way to get to another, another, another. In this trackless land, only a very few see that their footsteps are empty, that there was no prize, except the realization that there was nothing to get and no place to arrive back to where you never left. This beautiful, spacious, super-saturated, essential emptiness and a dance of unparalleled wonder. So today's topic of the promise is something I have been talking to some people about um, where we can kind of notice how thought sometimes has a hidden promise in it. Like if I figure this out, then this will happen. Um, And it's really, it's really interesting to ask, especially if it looks like we're struggling or suffering to ask, what is the promise here? It's implied really that number one, there's a recipient of the promise, be it good or bad. Um, And number two, that the promise will be fulfilled and no more seeking and longing will appear. And so what I find fascinating about this is when we ask, what's the promise here? What is is hiding behind this um, kind of agitated thought storm that is being implied as there will be something that will happen? for me, either good or bad. And asking that question, what's the promise here? We might get an answer or we might not, but just to ask it kind of serves to slice through that that seeking and longing activity. But I also want to mention that I've recently realized that the longing or the seeking isn't a bug in the system. It seems to be a feature. And so if we can 
kind of play around with asking about what's the promise here. The longing and seeking and activity of the mind no longer needs to be a problem, needs to be um, something that has to stop or even has to continue until I land somewhere peaceful. So I wonder, Alex, what do, what do you hear about the promise? I love that. And as you were describing that and really pointing to the fact that it's not, it doesn't seem to be a bug, but a feature. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of uh, <clears throat> when I was doing uh, my yoga teacher training. Uh, we, a lot of it on the kind of anatomy was about the location of the body and, and the system in our in our neurology that locates a body in space. And I just remember thinking that was so profound that that throughout our day, there is a system whose only job is to locate our body in space mm-hmm. and it sends those signals. And as you were describing that, I just, I made that connection of the seeking or what feels like seeking and promise is, is locating the sense of self, not, not in, in the space around us, but in the space in space time right so in the past future Mm -hmm. kind of um sense and 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 that that seems useful in in certain instances right as a feature um but when we see it as a feature that's that's what's important right the pointing Mm -hmm. to um that there is something running kind of in the background that sometimes is useful and sometimes is not um but just seeing that it could have um a, uh, a purpose mm-hmm. and then what we make of that purpose of how it expands into our lives that's what we're kind of pointing to here yeah so I was just speaking with someone about this and she asked what what is the difference between the thoughts that I'm having about how I hate work and I want to change work and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And the thought of I'm sitting here in a cafe. And we explored that a little bit. And what, what came up was that the first, the first thought stream about work and all the content about figuring out what do I want to do has a promise in it. If I can just figure this out and know what I want to do, I will have, uh, it'll turn out a certain way for me. And now the thought about I'm sitting here in a cafe, full stop, that has no promise in it. It has no circling back into the self idea, trying to locate me in the future. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really a good distinction to make. Because we we so often, every mind is trying to figure anything out. That seems to be the activity. And if we can kind of get behind it and see what's the promise here, I guarantee you it's always going to be uh, a promise of peace and freedom as in the future. Or sometimes the promise is, when the promise is the opposite, it's, 
in the attempt to prepare us so mm-hmm. we are ready for that and then get to the peace and freedom after yes. <laughs> quicker. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, that's brilliant. Exactly. So, the, I mean, the promise is always, it's going to flip in its dualistic nature between uh, a threat or a gift, right? So if I could just get figure this out and I'll be able to um, predict how I'll deal with a, the feeling that might come, then another promise stacked on top of that is then I'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. I love the, the, the word and the concept of a promise because I think it has this connotation of a lot of other things, right? Like the, the hope and the illusion mm-hmm. and the, um, the striving towards and just has it's, it's, it's charged with, with a lot of other kind of feelings and, and emotions. And what I love about the word promise is that it's very, a very elegant mm-hmm. concept that has, um, that, that location that a promise is I am here now and I am going there. Right. So there's mm-hmm. a past, a present, past, future. And then there's that solidity to the center that, that the opening quote uh, from Nancy speaks to beautifully. Right. That being in the, the experience of the promise implies a solid center. Yes. That is here and moving in that direction. So I think that's such a powerful way to look at it is that. It's not about the content of the promise, is what the promise fixes in, in place, time and space, yes. in place, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, she says, there's, there's someone or something in the center of the circling of something to get and a way to get to another, another, another. And so you're right, it's not about the content, it's this underlying, I guess, a movement of the circling that is implying there's somebody in the center, but it's just implied. It's there's, we can't find it. Just like in the earlier podcast about, about thought, we explored how we assume thought is talking about somebody that, that is pointing to somebody underneath it. This is the same kind of idea, uh, but with the promise, it's even more of a seductive um, fantasy that we'll get there. And the question that that you brought up, right? Like, what is the promise? What I love about that is that, like a lot of things that we bring here it kind of knocks you out of the orbit, right? Mm-hmm. Of circling around that. Like that's, yeah. a, that's just the imagery that I got, right? Like you're, you're going, you're circling around something that feels like it has a gravity, right? And that's why mm-hmm. you're circling around it. You're trying to fix it, understand it, or, and then here comes this like asteroid of a question <laughs> knocks <laughs> you out of that orbit. Yeah, And then it makes you realize that there is, or it, or it maybe has you turn a little bit into it and realize that there is no no center to that, mm-hmm. right? And then and then the promise, the content, 
the question itself are kind of irrelevant, right? Yes. Because you realize yeah. that it was all orbiting around uh, an emptiness that yes. was only held by the the implied center. Right. And it seems to me, as you're saying that, that the circling is giving the gravity, is creating the gravity itself to imply that there's something in the center there. I mean, it's it's nuts. <laughs> it's bananas. Wow. But I love that. That landed for me. Yeah. yeah. Just like it's the activity of circling mm-hmm. that then creates that kind of the opposite of how we, we think of it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's not, we're not circling around something. It, the circling itself is creating the gravity that is assumed to, to be something there, giving gravity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I, I love that there's these little asteroids we can, we can toss in and kind of, uh, the, these inquiry questions are so beautiful because it really can pop us out of an orbit of, uh, an orbit around misunderstanding or an orbit around delusion where we were feeling so exhausted and just so at the edge of, um, agitation and and I'm um, just being done with it. So these little these little pointers, like what is the promise here, can really pop us out. And we realize there we were never actually circling anything or being circled around, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's also what it feels like that I am being circled. I'm being circled by these thoughts and ideas. And they're, they're, they're in front of me to the side, to the back and back around again. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's not even like in a theoretical, metaphysical way. Like if you, when you are thinking about something, you're thinking about a problem and we've all had this experience that we're actively thinking about it and then we get distracted and the problem fully disappears, mm-hmm. right? Until that is picked up again, that thought that that then circles and creates it again. And so yeah. like the shape of a problem is the thinking of it. There's nothing else to it. And I just think it's, I think okay. it's... It's fun to to just realize that that happens like on a daily, like moment to moment, like you, you're thinking about the problem and then you think about what you're going to have for lunch. And in those 30 seconds that you were thinking about lunch, there was no problem. So you just said something that uh, I have to repeat. I can remember it because it's already been 3000 million years. <laughs> you said the uh what's time okay you said that the shape of the problem is the thinking of it is that what you said yeah that's that's that is yes the shape of the problem is the thinking of it not the thinking about a problem separate from the thinking about it Mm -hmm. but it only exists in that shape by thinking about it now, I mean, this might sound completely 
insane to some people. But if you're listening to The Wonderland, you're probably already down the rabbit hole with us. That's what you came here for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really, you know, some people are like, what do you mean it's not a problem? I need to find a job. What do you mean it's not a problem? It's It's not what we're saying. We are not looking at the content. We are looking at the phenomenon of the circling thoughts that carry a hidden promise in them that is completely assumed. Two things are assumed, that there's a promise for me in the center of the circling and that the promise being met or not met has consequences for the one in the center. Yeah. And I also, you know, would love to hear your thoughts on this, but to me, it also seems like the, if you were, when you ask this question, is the inquiry, the activity of inquiring that is incredibly powerful. The answer doesn't matter, right? Like it's not like, Mm -hmm. even in the absence of that, of an answer or a wordy or images or anything like that response to that question. But it's realizing that there is a process that we're calling the promise, right? That, Mm -hmm. that, it's an implied promise in the future that has implications yeah. <laughs> that, that has a lot of like literally like implied mm-hmm. um, things that that's what starts feeling heavy and that we're dragging around with us and that creates that polarity of, of the hope and the hopelessness. And it just, it just has, I don't want to, this word is a heavy word, but it just has ramifications. Like if you're in the promise then you're going to feel all these other things. You may be feeling all these other experiences. And that's what we're kind of pointing towards, turning a little bit into that. Yeah. It's never really about the answer that might come up to the question because the when we say, what is the promise here? It's always going to be the same thing. Some flavor of, then I will be okay. Mm-hmm. Or then I won't be okay. But I'll know. But I'll know. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll be okay because I knew it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So just, again, I just think it's a fascinating question to ask because it seems hidden, doesn't it? It really uh, seems like there's something drawing circles around us. And if we could just grab onto one little, you know, scribble of the circle, it will all stop. But like we said in the beginning, the longing is not a bug. It's a feature, it seems. And I I see it as it draws imaginary lines. And then we start comparing what shows up for us in the context of those lines. And then it's like, well, this is a little bit outside of that, right? What I was expecting or what I wanted or, Mm -hmm. and that's, that it creates that tension, right? Mm -hmm. Of this illusion future Mm -hmm. and what actually arises. And then knowing that those are imaginary lines, then we can just kind of take it all in what shows up and the lines included into that. Yes, yes. I love that. I want to end with another beautiful quote from Nancy. It says, And you, a lonely traveler, made of thought, 
looking for the end of thought. Words paint a path and rocks and sand and flowing ambiguous shadows that promise an end to this journey that you are. Words circle endlessly around words, spiraling thought dreams exhale you and inhale you into a watercolor dreamscape where memory paints a past and a future and a middle where you seem to exist. How is this enchantment seen through if the looker is the magician's tale? How does the belief in this hologram and where and when the belief is it? No one knows how, and there certainly is no why, as you melt into the words that formed you. This ocean of love that colors in your beauty swallows you and beauty and love. The echo land dreamscape is endless ocean flowing into itself. Love dreams itself. We are the dream. This has been the Wonderland Podcast. If you'd like to explore further with Amanda or Alex, visit Amanda's website at uncoverispace.com or Alex's website at kanemacoaching.com.